Welcome to the Heart of Rural America podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Radke, an American cattle rancher and motivational speaker, raising my kids and writing children's books in South Dakota. There's a David and Goliath story unfolding in agriculture today. And I don't know about you, but my money is on the underdog, the hardworking folks who value faith, family, freedom, and their farming communities. This show will highlight the untold stories of these resilient and determined families who I have the great pleasure of meeting in my travels across this nation as an agricultural speaker. It is my hope that their stories will remind us to live with great courage because we are not alone in this fight to keep producers on the land and meet dairy and eggs on the dinner table. Now let's hit the dusty trail together as we uncover the heart of rural America. Welcome to your show. Here's my mom, Amanda Radke. It's Amanda Radke back for another episode of The Heart of Rural America, the show where we highlight great people doing great things to make their communities, their families, and agriculture stronger. It is a great honor to be sitting with this week's guest. As you know, new episodes drop every Wednesday on the show. It is streaming on Apple and Spotify, as well as some radio stations are picking up the show. So I'm just incredibly honored if you're tuning in. And I'd love if you would subscribe and, and share and, and let me know what you think of the show each week and who you would like me to interview next. Uh, but today's special guest, it's quite an honor to have her in the studio today. She is here on site at the ranch in the studio at Radke Land and Cattle. She also happens to be my roommate. <laughs> I live with her. My daughter, Scarlett Davy Radke, the nine-year-old cowgirl with fire in her belly and a heart for cattle like I've never seen. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Mom. It's really exciting to have you here today to visit because it's been an exciting week in your world, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're in third grade. You show some cattle for fun. You love to read books and draw. You're always drawing pictures. But this week you're doing something most nine-year-olds don't do. What, what did you announce this week on social media? Well, this week I've been working on this for like... A year. All of 2023. Yes. And? I admit. But here it is. I wrote a children's book. It is called Scarlet and Lucky. If you know my mom pretty well, she probably tells you about my little bottle cap, Lucky. Lucky was my project last year. My grandpa found him in the snowbank and asked me, would you take care of Lucky for me? I said, yes, I would love to. I just love baby bottle caps and how they romp around and how cute they are and you don't have to be afraid to pet them because their moms aren't there yeah raising lucky was pretty fun he was about 30 pounds which the average for his breed is like the in the 80s or 70s so we calve in the winter months and it, it it's very challenging at times because if a calf is born out in the cold and the harsh elements with the snow and the and the extremely cold temperatures and the wind, it's really hard for a calf to survive. So a large majority of our cattle that are calving during February are calved out in the barn under our watch. We have barn cameras up to watch them round the clock. We especially watch the heifers because they might need assistance. But lucky the bottle calf was born 
very early. He was a premature calf, so it wasn't. And being 30 pounds, you're basically dead when you're born at that weight. But Lucky miraculously was born alive in a snowbank. And my dad found him early enough out in the snow that he was able to get him inside where it was warm and nurse him back to health. And so thus he got his name Lucky, right? Because he's very lucky to be alive. But then grandpa called you and said, I need you to be the caregiver for Lucky. So Lucky moved to our house. And what did that look like taking care of him for months and months? What did you have to do? Well, I had to get up very, very early, which I did not like. (laughs) I had to go to bed very early, which I did not like. Because if you go to bed early, it doesn't feel too bad to get up early. Yep. But why did you have to get up so early every day? Because there was a little baby waiting for me to go be fed. So he lived in our little heating room. So my dad and some of our hired men, the Woodbury boys, helped us build it. Dylan, yep. Mm -hmm. So it's like a little room with heat in it. And Lucky, when he was born, he didn't have a lot of hair. No, not a lot of hair. He wasn't in there long enough to grow enough hair. And he also was so tiny he couldn't reach his mom's udder to drink milk. Yes. So he, there was no way possible he could go live with his mom outside in a South Dakota winter with the little hair he had and how tiny he was. So he lived in our like little heated washroom in the barn. Until he was about, mm, let's say, two months old. Probably like then, three, four. <laughs> I felt like forever. Don't but tease. So tell him about mixing a bottle. What did you have to do? Like I said, Lucky stayed in the heating room for like two months. Mm-hmm. And in there, I had like a little kitchen set up. I had um, a hay bale as my little kitchen counter, and I kept all my things up there. I had a whisk, mm-hmm. a ice cream bucket, and a bottle. And you'd have to heat up the water in the house. Yes, he did not like cold bottles. No and cold I had bottles. to bring it outside and then put the milk replacer outside in because mom did not like the milk replacer i did not like the mess in the house nope and (laughs) especially when a nine-year-old is making the bottle as you can imagine there's a lot of powder (laughs) everywhere then i would put the water into my ice cream bucket put like about a full cup of milk replacer into the ice cream bucket whisk it up and then put it back into my bottle that was my advanced way but when i was like didn't know how to do that, I would just mix it inside the bottle and do, and the milk would go flying everywhere. So we started making videos to share on social media about the adventures of Scarlett and Lucky and her three rowdy little brothers. And so the one that really took off that has millions and millions of views now on social media is the one where she's making the bottle Milk is flying everywhere. There's powder all over her pants. And I say, Scarlett, you're getting so dirty. And what did you say? I'm a cowgirl. That's how it goes. Yep. I'm a cowgirl. Meh. I'm a cowgirl. That's how it goes. And isn't that the way? If you're going to be in agriculture, especially in the livestock business, you better be willing to get dirty and get the job done, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what the kids did. And, you know, as parents, it was really a win-win Because at the ages they are, it's really tough. You can't necessarily have them too involved with cattle production stuff. They're either too little or it's dangerous. You know, they're big old cows that'll run them over. And so we've carefully over the, as they've gotten older, selected jobs that are age appropriate that they can help with. So I have another video on social media that went viral of the kids helping to throw square bales. And those square bales we use. During calving season, they also take them to cattle shows with them. And so 
the kids understand the value of those bales and they were helping to stack and throw the bales. And it was a lot of fun, lots of lessons learned. But we also got the kids ducks. I bought ducks on an FFA auction one time after I got done speaking and brought these ducks home. And they've grown their flock and the kids have been in charge of, what do you guys, I guess you tell them, what do you do with the ducks? Well, we had 24 ducks, our first herd. Was 24 ducks. Our first herd said like a true cow. They had babies and then they had babies again. And then our dog ate our first herd. Like we barely have even, we have like five of our ducks from our first herd. But they still have their babies. Like, So she says, she talks about death so matter of factly. And I think it's important to note these kids, when they grow up in agriculture, they have a firm understanding of the circle of life, that there's there's new beginnings, there's birth, there's growth, they're in charge of the well-being of the animals. And we kind of had to learn the hard way that the dog was definitely not a friend to the ducks. So we've had to beef up the security measures a little bit to keep the ducks alive. But their main jobs with the ducks were feeding, watering, making collecting clean, eggs, collecting the eggs. They sold some eggs. And then when Lucky the Bottle Calf came along, it was the perfect next step for chores. And so teaching them morning and night, they had to feed this calf. And Lucky was always pretty excited to see you, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> he loved giving kisses. When I said, give mom a kiss, he'd give me a kiss. He'd eat your hair, eat your clothes. Follow yes, you he loved everywhere. to suck on my fingers. But finally, I got him weaned of that. Like, he didn't stop. Once I got him off the bottle, he said, okay, finger time. Yep, he would always look for something. He he thinks Scarlet's mama. But it was a, it was a good chores for the kids, a good responsibility, and just teaching life lessons. And so we started sharing these videos online, and soon people were just always asking about Lucky. The Heart of Rural America is presented to you by my dear friends at CK6 Consulting, a cattle business consulting service with a purebred Angus focus. I recently joined the CK6 crew, and I would love to connect with you at an upcoming sale. Check out the sale calendar at ck6consulting.com to learn more about opportunities to invest in elite Angus genetics coming from our progressive and innovative clients who truly exemplify what it means to be the heart of rural America. And for all your semen needs, visit ck6source.com, an online stud service that features some of our clients' top performing bulls. Give Chris Earle, Wes Teeman, Cody Fleeman, or myself a call with any questions or business inquiries you may have. CK6 is all about families helping families, and I'm so proud and grateful to be a part of it. Now let's get back to the show. Maybe tell them about some of your favorite lucky videos we made. Well, one of my favorites was when my brother Croy, the littlest one, was in his wrestling singlet, which he likes to wear. Mm -hmm. They do wrestling, so he's in a little wrestling singlet. They went outside, Crow's in this wrestling singlet, top of Lucky, and started bull riding him. <laughs> yep, they thought he would be a bucking bull. <laughs> yeah, and Lucky did not like that. He backed up backwards, and then Croy fell off. Yeah, Lucky was not a fan. They also tried to make him a show bull, didn't they, and yes. to break him? He yes. also wasn't too big of a fan of that. No. So, got to the point where we had Lucky weaned off of the bottle. He was eating grain. He's in the lot with the other calves, and we retain everything that we're going to sell as bulls. And then we also retain our heifers for replacements. But Lucky kind of had sorted himself off into the pen that would head to the sale barn. And I told Scarlett that. And what did you say? 
to me? What was your solution? Well, if I wrote a book about Lucky, Lucky would be saved from the sale barn. And why was that? Because, well, we needed him, like... Yeah, Lucky's on tour now, right? Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves him. Lucky They now. will not like you if yeah. you did that. Yeah, I would be the villain in the story, yes, wouldn't I? So would. Lucky gets to live out his days here at Radke Land and Cattle, at least for a while, anyway. So Lucky, he had to pose for photos. All of the photos are illustrations in the book Scarlet and Lucky, written and illustrated by Scarlet Davy Radke, is based on the true story of this little bottle calf. And so in the book, you see Scarlet growing up on the ranch. You see an illustration of her family. You see what the cows look like grazing in the pasture. And then we hear the story of Lucky being born in the snow and getting carried to the house by grandpa. And then you get to see Scarlet taking care of him each day and all the shenanigans that her brothers get into along the way. Uh, tell them about the spilled milk video. So I'm going to show you that illustration. It was just a normal day. I went out to go feed Lucky my his bottle. So I was just feeding him. My brothers were there watching. They're so proud of me. Are they? I think. <laughs> I don't know They're like about so that. amazed. I think oh, she's feeding a bottle. I think they're there to pick on you mostly. It was sort of my fault. I didn't really put the cap on very tight. Yeah. I was about halfway through the bottle when Lucky ripped off the top. So the nipple uh, of the bottle went flying. The milk splattered everywhere. Scarlet instantly starts crying. And the little boys laughed. And they laughed so hard. And so that that video was pretty popular as well. Because people were like telling Scarlet, it's okay. Don't cry over spilled milk. And then... Other people were chuckling because the boys were laughing so hard at her expense. So along the way in the book, everything's inspired by what they did from cleaning the manure out of his pen to Scarlet giving lucky kisses to we kind of make up the ending. But I'm not going to spoil the ending, but Lucky is grown up by the end of the book. And then in the back of the book, you can see the actual photos that the illustrations were based on. And so, again, this book is available along with all of my books at AmandaRadkey.com. But in this last week, we got on Facebook Live, we announced it to everyone, and we even weighed up Lucky on our Real Tough Deluxe shoot, because that's one of our show sponsors, of course, so you've heard their name before, but we were giving away free copies of the book, and how, how did people win free copies? So if you guess closest to Lucky's real weight, which is 424 pounds, you would get a free signed copy. Yep. And so we have to we have to sort through the comments yet to decide who our lucky winners are. But Scarlett is signing books and shipping them out. Right now they're available as a pre-order. But this is one of those things, it was kind of a dream come true. So and it's it's interesting to see how life parallels. Uh, so when I was Scarlett's age, actually I was in kindergarten, and our veterinarian's wife, Jean Patrick, who who is now the librarian in Mitchell. Uh, She came into my classroom and she was a writer, an author. And I thought that was the coolest job ever. And one day I wanted to grow up to become an author. And so I practiced writing books a lot. In fact, you have in your library a book I wrote when I was like third, fourth grade. I think you were 11. Oh, okay. Oh, I was 11. I wasn't as good of a drawer as you. It was called Jennifer's Locket. Was it very good? It was okay, but it was really busy. Oh, you know... 
I needed to work on my artistic technique, apparently. It was a little busy. And so Scarlett, <laughs> so Scarlett really focused on trying to be really impactful with her drawings. And so anyway, I never thought it was possible that I could become an author and write books. But in 2011, the first book came out and I, I did a self-publishing route through Amazon. There's a free service called Kindle Direct Publishing. They print on demand. I encourage anyone that has a book that they would like to publish to go that route. It's, it was very easy to work with. And about three, four years ago, Scarlett came up to me because she goes to all these speaking events with me. She has introduced me on stage in front of hundreds of people. In fact, probably one of my favorites is when she was with me in Minnesota at a cattleman's event, speaking to 500 people. This was her first one out the gate. And I gave her a little script. I gave you a script, right? I was like, okay, say this about mom and this and this. And what did you tell me? I don't need that. You don't need it? And why didn't you need it? I was going to wing it. You were going to wing it. So imagine a you were eight at the time. Here I am speaking full of a packed house, 500 people, standing room only. My eight-year-old daughter says, don't worry, mom. She goes rogue and says, I'm going to wing it. And what did you do? You got up there and what did you say? I said, who wants to hear a joke before I introduce my mom onto the stage? So do you want to share these jokes now? Do you remember them? What do cows do on the weekends? I don't know. What do they do? They go to the movies. (laughs) What's the other one? What do cows um, say when they really like something? I have no idea. It's (laughs) moveless. And then there's one more. Was it the patriotic states one? What do you call a patriotic cow? I have no... What do you call it? A patriotic cow? United Stakes. Stakes. S-T-E-A-K-S of America. Pretty good. So she had the audience just rolling. And I'm pretty sure by the time she got off the stage and I walked on stage, they were like, eh, we want more from the kid. (laughs) We don't want to hear you speak. So I have a feeling in very short time... I have a few predictions. Scarlett's going to be on the road speaking, and I'm just going to be driving her around. She's going to be selling her books, and I don't know, running for governor? No? no. Why not? I want cows. Tell, tell, <laughs> while we're thinking about it, tell them the conversation you had with Governor South Dakota Governor Christy Noem about cows and politics. I asked her if it was hard to leave her cows when she became the governor. And what did she say? She said, yeah. She said, yes. And you, where, where were you, why were you visiting with her? What, what did you have going on? Well, Christy, no, it's not really a law. She said every, on the, what? During May beef month. May beef month, everybody had to eat a double cheeseburger every day. She, a double cheeseburger. You know, I don't think the legislator, the legislative body enacted it as a law, but she made that proclamation. Everybody should eat a double cheeseburger, not single, double cheeseburger. It's not bad advice, really. No. <laughs> Did we follow that? We went and got burgers right after that, didn't we, on our way home. So we were in Pierre for May Beef Month because Scarlett is one of the South Dakota Junior Beef Ambassadors, and they were promoting beef there. Um, and then Christy had Scarlett sit in the governor's desk and uh, practice holding her hands up all executive-like. But you decided you like cattle over politics, huh? So we're not you're not going to be running for office here anytime soon? What if the cowboy needs saving? Are you going to go fight for the cowboy in Washington, D.C.? No. What? (laughs) What if mom goes? Are you coming with? Yeah. All right. You'll keep me out of trouble. All right.
So that was a side note. So Scarlet and politics. She'll she'll go share the good news about cattle ranching if she needs to, but she's going to stay at home and, and cowgirl. But anyway, a few years ago, she had told me, Mom, I really want to write a book and I want to illustrate books just like you. Because like I said, she was traveling with me, going to events, helping to sign and sell the books. And and so she wanted her own. And I had said, you know, she was five at the time. And I'm like, well, you're a little young. You know, I think your cows were like stick cows at that point. You hadn't, you hadn't honed in on your craft. and yes, uh, stick cows. Yeah. And so I said, let's wait a few years. And when the perfect story comes along, we'll know it. And then I'll help you make your dreams come true. And so when Lucky was born and went viral on social media, we knew that was the story, right? And so we started... Pretty, pretty early on in 2023, I helped Scarlett create an outline. So what did she want the story today and, or to say? And we broke it up in pages. And then, then what? You figured out what your illustrations would be? Tell them about your artwork. How did the illustrations come to be? Well, my technique was sort of maybe cheating, but it was pretty it's not easy. not cheating. <laughs> my mom helped me print out these pictures of me and Lucky, and I would trace them. Mm-hmm. I'd cut them out trace them onto a some cardstock. I wanted the cardstock is like hard paper. I want it to be hard because the brothers they will get into it. They will ruin it. So some of them are traced like just basically yes. the outline of so like an example of the first pages of Scarlet and her show heifer Jubilee. She traced the outline and then was able to add in the finer details. But some of them were freehand. Like we don't have a picture of grandpa carrying the calf out of the snow. With a turtle on his head. Well, the tur- yeah, there was a comment made. It looked like a turtle on his head, but it's actually a camouflage stocking cap, right? So he, so some of it's freehand, this picture of you and grandma baking cookies, totally freehand. And then some, the outline, like she went to a bull catalog and traced a bull that she liked to imagine grown-up Lucky, right? <laughs> Even though Lucky does not look this big yet, right? No. He's not a big burly bull yet. He's but 424 424 pounds, but started at 30. He's come a long ways. The Heart of Rural America is presented in part by Lynn's Heritage Angus and Meats by Lynn's. Founded in 1963 as a Chicago neighborhood butcher shop, and growing to an international supplier of high-quality beef in the white tablecloth space, Meats by Linz is a four-generation family-owned business. The Linz Heritage Angus Program was developed to allow for greater control of the end product, a focus on using elite Angus genetics while also managing the feed, environment, age, and weight of the cattle, allows Fred Linz and his crew the ability to source the very best beef produced from the heart of their Angus program meeting and exceeding the needs of their customers worldwide. Discover more at lynnsheritageangus.com and shop for beef at shoplins.com. Use code AMANDA20 to save 20% on your next beef purchase. That's a pretty sweet deal, my fellow beef lovers. Working cattle can be stressful at times, but the job is made so much easier with equipment that is safe, strong, and simply designed. I highly recommend Real Tough Livestock Equipment for all your working facility needs. We just installed the Deluxe Chute at Radke Land and Cattle, and it has been an absolute game changer as we run cows through our chute during AI season. It's durable and easy to use, and it's made to last a lifetime. 
Real Tough offers a wide range of products, including calving barns, panels, loading chutes, tubs, alleys, and portable working systems. Manufactured in the U.S. of A., Real Tough is family-owned and operated. Their commitment to helping farm and ranch families truly exemplifies what this show is all about. Learn more at realtough.com, that's T-U-F-F, and be sure to tell them Amanda sent you to receive an extra bonus with your order. Let's get you some iconic green Real Tough equipment headed your way. I promise you're going to love it. And so after she started illustrating, we went through a lot of cardstock. We went through a lot of erasers and we went through a lot of, I bought her a very fancy set of colored pencils, but in particular, we had to buy in bulk black colored pencils because as you can imagine, coloring Lucky the Bottle Calf page after page after page took a lot of black colored pencils. So she did colored pencils. We scanned in the images to make them digitized. And then when it was time to write the story, Scarlett doesn't know how to type yet. She's going to learn. She knows cursive, but she doesn't know typing yet. She told me what to type, how she wanted the story to go. And then I typed it up with a little editing help from her mom to make the words flow very nicely. And then we got on Canva and she designed the book herself. Picked out the color scheme, the turquoise and yellow color scheme. Why yellow? Because Lucky wears a yellow tag. I wore yellow. I had dandelions in my hair, but that was a bit I wanted. So one day Scarlett got really dressed up in a yellow shirt to match Lucky's yellow tag. She put dandelions in her hair, in her braid, and they took the sweetest photo together. And that became the inspiration for the cover of the book. So with that, Scarlett's been very busy. Like I said, she's on a press tour. The books are available on amandaradke.com for $14.99. They are in a pre-order, meaning they're not going to, to ship until our full shipment comes in towards the end of November. This episode might have actually aired before or after that date. So they'll probably be just shipping by then. But we also have kind of a special package people can buy with the book too. So tell them about the plush caps. Well, if you buy a complete set, you, it, my book will come with a little black plush. Yeah. And then mom's book will come with a little red plush. So Levi's Lost Calf has a missing calf called Little Red. And so we have a little red stuffed animal for $49.99 that you can buy together with the book. And then with Lucky, you get the black calf to go with Lucky the Bottle Calf. And you can actually buy all four together as well in a set Great Christmas present if you are shopping for little ones. And, you know, as I've talked about on this show over and over again, and I hope this doesn't feel like one large advertisement, but I truly believe in supporting entrepreneurship and small businesses in rural America. Of course, this is my family's business, so I'm biased, but we would be just so honored if you would shop from my site this Christmas season. Um, You're not only supporting me, but but the kids that help me every single day with this business. Scarlett's been on buying trips with me to select Ariat products to put on the site. She helps select toys and books that we carry on the site. So what other toys and books do we have on AmandaRadke.com that kids might like? Well, we have these little farm animals like cows. Yep, Little Buster's toys. Yep. And we have puzzles, cow puzzles. Puzzles. We got games, cow games. Lots um, of games. Stuffed animals. Tons of books. Tons of books from board books for little stuffed babies. Stuffed animals like these. Yep. Like they become a medium big. With a fitting shoot, show stick, 
clippers, all of it. Uh, yeah, we just keep adding more and more things. Uh, blankets, uh, little blocks, rattles. Little, little, what you call them, like stuffed animals that look like a blanket. Yep, yep. Activity books, um, painting kits. I have a Farmallopoly one. So if coloring you like, books. If you like it, yes, coloring books. If you like uh, Farmall tractors, I've got those board games. We've got matching games. We've got like those little tractors or farms you can paint. Yep. We also have kids clothes. So I have Ariat jeans and boots. I've got sweatshirts for the kids. And we have a lot of um, great deals coming up too. We're going to be doing the 12 days of Christmas in December. So there'll be a lot of sweet deals leading into the Christmas season that you can check out. Uh, now, Scarlett, we only have a little bit left on the show. We've got 10 minutes, minutes, 10 minutes left to go. And I was just I guess, what does it mean to you to be a published author? How does that feel? Well, it feels like I'm the only kid in the world who's done it. <laughs> well, there probably, I don't know if there's other nine-year-old authors. We're going to have to research it. But the percentage of the population is probably extremely low. But you kind of did have extra help having an author for a mom, yeah. I would say. But does it feel like like a goal that you had that that you wanted to achieve? Does it feel good to achieve that? Mm-hmm. Um, how many times did mom have to say, I'm a detail deadline oriented kind of gal. And so I'd be like, Scarlett, if on the rate we're finishing illustrations, you're going to be 18 by the time we publish this book. So was mom kind of a pain in the butt, making sure you got a new illustration done, you know, every, every three, four days, she kept a pretty good pace. Uh, we sketched them out or she sketched them out and then she would spend some time coloring. You probably finished maybe an illustration like would you just say two, two, three days? Two, three illustrations a day. No way. Maybe towards the end. But for a while there, it was like one every couple weeks. And I was like, we're never going to get this book done. Let's go. So we our, her goal was to get it out before Christmas so people could go shop the book. What was the hardest part of publishing a children's book? Well, we didn't think we needed a designer, so we tried to design it ourselves. The computer had problems. It yes, was really hard. We had, we had a hard time formatting it for printing at the end. So we looped in my designer, Tracy McMurphy, who helped Scarlett get it to the finish line and format the margins and the bleed and all of those things. And so we really appreciate Tracy's help in bringing it together. And then also we want to thank some of the early buyers of the book. So... Who, who would you like to thank? We had our very, who was your very first book purchase? Our very first book pur purchase was Ashley J. Yep, from Mitchell. From Mitchell. Who purchased the, the book order early on that called you? Chris Earl, my mom's Angus friend. I think he's your friend too. Yes, he is my friend. He Scarlett. got $250 worth of books. He did. That was very kind and generous. And what did he say on the phone? said, the Angus guy is buying your books. Yes, because Scarlett got sassy and she said, oh, Chris Earl, are you my mom's Angus friend? And he said, yes. And she goes, well, I just want you to know Lucky's a limousine. And he said, you know what, Scarlett, this Angus guy is going to buy $250 worth of books. What do you think about that? And what did your face say? She was shocked. She was shocked. So our dear friends at Reverse Rockin' R and CK6 in Consulting in New Mexico were the bulk buyers of the books and we're very thankful. And Chris made sure to tell you he was proud of you, right? 
Yes. Uh, we also want to thank Leanne for purchasing a book. Uh, we're watching books come in right now. Charlie Benson bought a book. Your friend Charlie. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, she bought a book. Thank you to Kelly. Thank you to Cindy, Lauren, Leah, Leanne, Kylie, Susan, Beth, Jessica, Aubrey, Lori, Caitlin. Thank you guys so much for buying the book. Those were all book orders that just came in. How does it feel? You are going to be so busy signing books and shipping books, and you're going to do the work. What are you going to save up your money for your books? Um, having my own cows. Oh, having your own cows. Okay. I can probably help you. I could be your consultant, help you find some good ones. So what did we have to do? We had to add up. This has been kind of a learning experience for Scarlett. She had to add up her designer fees. She wrote the check for that. She has to pay for the printing fees for the book. We ordered a, an initial run, and so she's figured out how many books she needs to break even before she makes a profit. And and so it's it's your first business besides the ducks, the egg sale, sales. Is it pretty exciting? Yeah, it's much better than ducks. It's much better. It's much better than selling duck eggs. We mostly gave away a lot of duck eggs, didn't yeah. we? Because they just were take out. them. They're just like, please <laughs> take them. We have hundreds and hundreds of eggs. Like just, they popped out every five seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scarlett, it's been a lot of fun talking to you on the show today. What do you think is something that might surprise people about you that's um, interesting as you as let's get to know the author and illustrator? Well, we got this in the book. Can I could just read it aloud to you? Oh, you want to read a few pages? Yes, so that would be great. Scarlett's going to read a few pages before we wrap. So, My name, so this is about the author. Yes, but skip to the first page of the book. They can read, so in the front of the book, there'll be a, a letter from me and a letter from Scarlett to give you some context. Who's the story dedicated to? This story is dedicated to my grandpa, David Knowles. Thank you for saving Lucky Grandpa and for trusting me with him. I love you, Scarlett. Yes, and this is based on a true story, story of a little girl and her calf. Written and illustrated by Scarlett Radke, edited by Amanda Radke. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Scarlett who lived on a cattle ranch in South Dakota. Scarlett lived with her mom, dad, three rowdy brothers, her puppy Lou, lots of cows, and her flock of ducks. She loved helping her family take care of the land and the animals. Is that it? That's all you're going to share? That's all I'm going to share. All right. You're spoil it. You're going to have to go order the book to find out what happens with Lucky the Bottle Calf. Also, if you'd like the backstory of Lucky, I have tons of videos on my Facebook page, and I have a whole Instagram highlight stories that you can go back and watch the most popular videos of Lucky. And of course, we're going to be posting all kinds of things from Scarlett's press tour of her book tour. Maybe Lucky will even make an appearance someplace. And maybe let's tell folks, we have a few minutes left, tell them about taking Lucky to town because he's been to town a couple times to teach kids about agriculture. Yeah, to libraries, to the Davidson County Fairgrounds. Yes, so every year in town, they do an egg in the classroom event for the fourth graders, and we bring in the beef display, and so we always, you know, take a little baby calf, but Lucky got to go this year. Scarlett played Stump the Cowgirl with the fourth graders, and they asked you, what was like some of the questions the fourth graders um, would ask? How old can a cow live? How many bones does a cow have? That was a good one. Do we know? How many stomachs does a cow have? What do they eat? What do they eat? How much does Lucky weigh? Where's Lucky born? So this is agriculture advocacy in action. And, and one of the greatest joys I have in what I do is getting to bring the kids along for the ride. Quite honestly, letting them take over. So they have become 
the best little storytellers about agriculture. If I get out of the way and let the kids do the talking, it seems to really resonate with young people when we go to schools and libraries and everybody loves Lucky. So this year we had our our fall female sale and everybody that came to visit us and buy cattle knew Lucky, right? Some of them wanted pictures with Lucky. Some of them, <laughs> some of them were scratching Lucky and uh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of TikToks made about Lucky in the near future. So Scarlett, that's all she wrote for the heart of rural America. Is there anything else you'd like to tell folks about being a cowgirl and living on a cattle ranch? Your favorite part? Babies. Definitely the baby calves. Definitely the baby calves. So we will start calving again in, in February. We've got lots of new babies coming to the ranch. You know what my favorite part is? What? My favorite part is getting in, in the ranger, loading up all of you kids and going with dad to go drive through the pasture and look at the big baby calves in, in the pasture with their mamas because it's peaceful. The, the scenery is beautiful. We get to watch the sunset and we get to see all of our hard work out in the pasture of like, oh, that mating really worked and that, that uh, really turned out well. And look how much that calf is growing and look how good that mama's doing. It's exciting. Well, that's all she wrote for The Heart of Rural America. I'm Amanda Radke. You can tune in each week on Wednesday. New episodes drop and they'll air on the radio as well on Saturday mornings. You can also view all of my content at amandaradke.com. I write a weekly column as well called The Radke Report. And of course, we have new items being added to the site every day at amandaradke.com. And I would just be so honored if you would shop my small business and now Scarlett's small business this holiday season for the men, the women, and the kids in your life. There's something for everybody. If you have a heart for rural America, you love agriculture, and you're passionate about farming and ranching. So hope to see you on the dusty trail in the weeks to come. I'm Amanda Radke sitting here with the one and only Scarlett Davy Radke. God bless and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you found value in the message, I would be so grateful if you would subscribe and share to help spread the word. Until next time we meet on the Dusty Trail, I'm Amanda Radke, and this is the heart of rural America.